This sermon is brought to you by Shofar Christian Church. We hope that you will be blessed by this message. Our audio and video sermons are also available on Shofar TV to download and share. Yes, Lord, thank you for your grace. That we can come to you as we are. Not, not because we're perfect, but because you are perfect. And your sacrifice for us is sufficient. And we can stand before you, God, knowing that you love us, that you've accepted us, that you have redeemed us, you have called us your own, and you've granted us inheritance for eternal life. Lord, I pray that you will teach us your ways, that we may know you more. Who is this God that loves us so much? Teach us, God. Grant us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. Open the eyes of our understanding that we may know this hope of our calling, the riches of our inheritance and the exceeding greatness of this power that lives within us. The Holy Spirit, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead that will give life to our mortal bodies and change us to become more like you. We thank you for this privilege in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. We have a baptism today after this service at the Old Harbor, 12 o'clock. Please join us. Uh, it's Lydia, no? Say here. Oh, yeah, it's Lydia. Um, she's being baptized today. It's an always a most powerful and significant moment in a believer's life. So if you can make it, please join us at 12 at the Old Harbor. It's amazing to see how God has been growing the church during lockdown. I'm, I'm so encouraged to see how many new people God have been adding to us. Even though we cannot meet as we want to, even though we are restricted and limited in the amount of people that can, can come together, God has been adding to the church. Um, we, we, even in the beginning of the year, we had to appoint another pastor to help. And Vanner is such a blessing um, to us and the church. I'm very mindful and humbled that the church is growing not because of me, rather despite of me. But I'm so proud to see how many of you are doing the work of the ministry and God is adding to the church and the church is therefore growing. The way you love, you serve and minister is such an amazing testimony. I mean... Just two months ago or so in our Connect, we normally have a Connect at our home where we invite all the new people um, that have joined the church. And before lockdown, we used to have everybody at our home. But the last one we had during lockdown, there were more than 50 people. We, we couldn't house them in our home. And it's during lockdown. So it's amazing to see what God is doing. And he's gathering us together for a purpose. And that purpose is church, but church in itself has a purpose. So what is this purpose? God, you are adding so many. What is your heart? What is the aim? What, where do you want us to go? How do you want me to lead us as a church? Where are we heading? It's with this in mind that I've been seeking God and searching the scriptures to understand where he is taking us. What is the goal of church? Is it the numbers attending the amazing corporate worship? 
personal encounters with God? Or is there something else we need to aim for? And what is it that we're meant to aim for? God, what is your standard, your heart, your definition for church? Where are we meant to aim? What is the goal, the target? One of these scriptures that I've been working through and studying and meditating upon as to understanding the target, the aim. It's Ephesians 4 from verse 11. And he himself gave some to be apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ until we all come to the unity of the faith Understanding of the Son of God, a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men and the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting, but speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head Christ, from whom the whole body knit and joined together by what every joint supplies, according to the effect of working by which every part does its share, causes growth to the body for the edifying of itself in love. What a beautiful description of what we are meant to aim for. As such a beautiful description of God's heart for church and the standard that he has set before us. But equally challenging in how high a standard that is. What small a mark the bullseye actually is. That we should equip the saints to do the work of the ministry. Until we all come to the unity of the faith, the understanding of the Son of God, a perfect man, a mature man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That we should no longer be children tossed and fro by every wind and doctrine, but that we might grow up into all things into Christ who is the head. That every part does its share that causes growth to the body for the edifying of itself in love. What a challenging standard to aim for. A high standard, a tall order that we are meant to aim for. Or can we maybe aim for something less? I mean, isn't it sufficient if, if we just have amazing services that everybody enjoys? Great worship and, and fellowship afterwards. Surely, surely that would be enough. As I was speaking this weekend to the friend I borrowed this bow from, he, he told me something interesting about archery. He says, if you train somebody in archery, they don't train you to hit the target. They don't aim you, they don't train you to aim for the target. They train you to aim for the bull. It's not about the target. It's about the bull. 
It's about hitting the bull. Hitting the mark. As he was sharing that, I felt God saying to me, as I contemplate this high standard, this small mark that God has set before us for church, and is there not perhaps something else we can aim for? God, I believe, is telling me, aim for the bull. Aim for the mark. That is where you need to aim for. We may come to the unity of the faith, the knowledge of the Son of God, a perfect man, to the measure of fullness of the stature of Christ. That's what we need to aim for. And as I was thinking about that, I realized, wait a minute. If that is what I meant to aim for for church, that means we all need to aim for the same place. It doesn't help just some of us aim for that mark and the rest of us is aiming for something else. It's very interesting, the Greek word for sin is amartan, which is an archery term. It literally means what I just did there. It's missing the mark. If you aim for the mark but you miss it, it's called sin. Actually, it, it literally means you miss the mark so that you do not share in the prize. God is the one that sets the mark, that sets the standard. And if we miss that standard, it's called sin. And we lose our share in the prize, which is life with him. But you know, because of God's grace, the amazing thing is, even though we missed the mark, God has qualified us for eternal life. He, because of his son's sacrifice and our faith in him, his grace forgives us for missing the mark and grants us eternal life. That is the good news. It's amazing. Despite our imperfection and missing the mark, God has granted us eternal life. But some misunderstand grace. By thinking now that we've been qualified even though we missed the mark, it means we can aim anywhere. Because it doesn't really matter, does it? God's grace has already qualified us. It's a misunderstanding of God's grace. If we aim for anything else, I've realized it is when people get hurt. It's not God's standard. A few weeks ago, I was studying Paul's letter to Timothy. And I came across a verse that really stood out for me. And, and I was really pondering upon the meaning of it. It's 1 Timothy 1 verse 6, but I want to read the context. It says the following, I urge you when... I went into Macedonia to remain in Ephesus that you may charge some that they teach no other doctrine, nor give heed to fables and endless genealogies, 
which causes disputes rather than godly edification, which is in faith. Now, the purpose of the commandment is love from a pure heart, from a good conscience and a sincere faith, from which some, having strayed, have turned to idle talk. What stood out for me in that last verse is that some have strayed from the doctrine that was delivered to us once and for all. How is it possible that one can stray from the truth in the word of God? How is it possible that somebody can stray from a pure heart, a sincere conscience and faith? How is it possible to drift from it? In English, the word stray refers to the gently going off course, doesn't it? If you stray from something, you are gently going in a different direction. So how is it possible that we can gently go in a different direction? It's very interesting. When I looked at the Greek word for stray, it means something completely different than gently drifting. It's also an an archery term. It literally means missing the mark. But with one great difference. It means missing the mark because you were deliberately aiming for something else. We go astray when we deliberately aim for something less. Astachio. Astachio, it means to miss the mark because you aim for something else. Paul uses this word three times in his letters to Timothy. In 1 Timothy 6 verse 20, he says, Timothy, God, what has been entrusted to your care. Turn away from godless chatter and the opposing ideas of what is falsely called knowledge which some have professed and in doing so have astrogeo from their faith. The word departed in Greek is also astrogeo. Deliberately aiming for something else. We stray from the truth by deliberately aiming off target and therefore we miss the mark. In 2 Timothy 2, Paul writes again, he says, Keep reminding God's people of these things. Warn them before God against quarreling about words. It has no value. It only ruins those who listen. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, who correctly handles the word of truth. Avoid godless chatter because those who indulge in it will become more and more ungodly. Their teaching will spread like gangrene. Among them are Hamanias and Philetus who have astachio from the faith, from the truth. They have astachio from the truth. Missing the mark because they aimed off target. You know, I, I train goalkeepers. When I was younger, I was also a goalkeeper. I I wasn't the most talented goalkeeper. I I wasn't even the best. 
I was the most committed. I trained the hardest. I wanted to be the best goalkeeper I could be. And everything in me was about perfecting the skill of stopping a ball. And some days I, I trained four to six hours just to become the best that I can possibly be. And even though I wasn't the best, in my final year at school, I managed the provincial side. Not because I was the most talented, but because I worked the hardest. Today I have the privilege to train young goalkeepers. And I love doing it. I love training kids who want to be the best they can possibly be. You know what I don't like doing is training somebody that do not want to be the best, who do not want to be a goalkeeper. You know, sometimes, I don't know, there is no goalkeeper and, you know, the coach needs to pick somebody. I don't know if they draw the shortest stick or what, but sometimes they just say, well, you're not good in the field and you're a bit slow and your skill is not so great, so we're going to make you a goalkeeper. They don't want to be a goalkeeper, but they are a goalkeeper. And then I need to train them, but they don't want to be trained. <laughs> they don't want to be the best. I really don't like coaching kids like that. But those who want to be the best, who puts in the extra hours and, and do the things that I show them to do, I love teaching them. I don't know if you play golf. Anybody? I say, you're a golfer. Deliberately aiming off target, God will forgive you. Why do you pray, train at the driving range for hours and hours to hit the little ball? The reason they put all that hours into training in the driving range is so that they can hit the ball straight. There's no greater joy in doing so in putting in all that effort to train yourself to hit the ball straight. And if God will allow me to use the analogy, but if God were to play golf, I too would be at the driving range, <laughs> training and practicing. Not because I necessarily like golf, but I love God so much, and if God plays golf, I want to play golf too. I want to play golf too, be with him. And you know what? If God were to play golf, every time you swing at that ball, guess what will happen? It'll be howling one. <laughs> that was the beautiful shot, Lord. And we go to the next round, and guess what? Howling one. That's God. He, every time he swings the ball, it goes straight into the hole. And every time we try, it goes, and you know what? God says, it's okay. <laughs> Let me show you your hands, the way you grip the club. Let me just show you how to do that. Oh yeah, and your feet. Just put it a little bit side of this. Now focus on your hips. And as you swing through, the follow through, and look at that ball goes. Wow, see how straight it is, huh? And the reason, the reason we practice is not because we have to, it's because we want to be playing golf with God. Spending time with him. And it is so great when we hit the ball and it goes where we want it to be. And so too I realized in our spiritual life. If you are an archer training for the Olympic Games, 
you have to be good at hitting the mark every time you aim for it. As a matter of fact, you will not qualify unless you are quite proficient, unlike myself that have tried now a number of times so embarrassingly just to hit the target. But if you want to go to the Olympic Games, you have to be very good at aiming at the bull and hitting it. And if you put in the time and effort and training to do so, you will probably become more proficient the more you train. But you know what is the amazing thing is? Unless you're quite proficient at hitting the target every time, you will not qualify. But what God has done through His grace, He has already qualified us. Even though we miss it. By His grace, He's already qualified us to go to eternal life. And now that we've qualified, by God's grace, He is willing to teach us to hit it every time. To become more and more like him. And if we miss the mark, it is okay. His grace has made provision for it. But we must be careful that we do not deliberately aim for something less. Lest we stray from the faith. God's grace has made us perfect before him. Through the blood of his son. But not to shoot wherever we want. Aim for the target. Therefore, 2 Corinthians 7 verse 1 says something powerful. Therefore, having these promises, having the promises of God's grace that forgives us for missing the mark and the consequences of it and has given us eternal life, therefore, having these promises that God has cleansed us of our sin and our guilt, we need to cleanse ourselves of everything that defiles body and spirit. Perfecting holiness in the fear of the Lord. That's what we've got. God cleanses us of something and therefore we cleanse ourselves of something also. He has cleansed us of our sin and our guilt and we cleanse ourselves of everything that defiles body and spirit. Perfecting holiness. The word perfecting in Greek is teleos. It means complete. It means when you start the potter with clay to make a jar, when that jar is finished, it is teleos. And so God declares us holy and because he has, we now aim for that every time. And by God's grace, he teaches us to hit it every time. And when we miss every now and then, it's okay. As long as you're aiming for it. God is saying to me, to us as individuals, but also as a church. We need to aim for the bull. And he will teach us to hit it over and over again. It starts with us, our willingness, our willingness to become the best that we can, not because we have to, but because we love him. And therefore we want to do the things that's pleasing to him. We want to hit that ball and see it go straight. We want to aim at the target and hit it because we know that's pleasing to him. And he says, I will teach you, I will train you, I will equip you to do that. So let us aim for the mark that he has set before us. 
as individuals, but also when we start to look at this concept of church. Let us aim for what God has set before us and the joy for starting to hit it when we aim for it. Reminds me, and I'm going to conclude with this scripture in 1 Corinthians 9 verse 24 that says, Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it for a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I do not run like someone running aimlessly. I do not fight like a boxer beating the air. No, I strike a blow to my body and make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself may not be disqualified for the prize. And you know what is the prize? The prize is to have life with God forever. That's our prize. And he has granted us opportunity to go there. So let's aim to become the best we possibly can until we meet him face to face. Let us not deliberately aim for something less, but aim for his standard. And in doing so, people from time to time walk up to me and say, wow, you have done a great job with this kid. Look at how he plays. The honor it brings to the coach when we succeed in what we have been training for. The joy I have when I see my students excel in their position and make those great saves. And I'm thinking, that's the one I coached. That's my boy. That's how we bring honor and glory to God. Let us pray together. Father, we thank you for your grace. We thank you, God, that you have accepted us, you have qualified us, and you have declared us holy in your sight. God, help us now to always aim for it. Thank you, God, that your grace is made perfect in our weakness, and it is sufficient for us that you have given us everything that we need for life and godliness. Lord, help us not to aim for something less, but to aim for your standard so that you may be glorified. In our aiming for it, our failing, and then you're enabling us to hit it. Help us not to settle for anything less so that you may receive all the glory in Jesus' name. While our eyes are closed, I want you just to speak to the Lord. Just in your own words, just respond to Him. And maybe for some of us, you realize that with time, you started to aim for something less. God is encouraging you this morning. My son, my daughter, I want you to be the best you can. Let me teach you. 
but it starts with where you're aiming at. Swearing every now and then, that's not my standard. Never swear. That's what we're aiming for. And if you do, if you aim for that, I will help you to never swear again. And so we can go through the list. God wants to make you the best that you can possibly be. And so, Lord, I ask, Lord, that you will search our hearts of the things that we need to cleanse ourselves of, Lord, the things that defile body and spirit, the things that we watch, the things that we listen to, the things that we enjoy that is not of you. Lord, help us to aim to what you set before us. Thank you for your grace that even if we fail, it's okay as long as we're aiming for your standard. And God, I pray that as we as individuals start to aim for what is perfect, you will help us together to also aim for what you see us to become. Help us not to aim for anything less, but to focus on that mark so that you may receive the glory. It's not of our reward and our prize. You've already given it to us. It's for you. Now it's all about you, God. It's not about me anymore. It's about you. Help us, God, to become the church that you desire us to be in this world, that you may receive the glory for it. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening. Remember that our sermon audio and videos are also available on Shofar TV. Go to www.shofaronline.tv to download and share.